Welcome to the PCA Alumni Life Talk podcast, where we talk about life while encouraging and equipping you to live out the truth of God's Word. My name is Megan Rogers, and I'm the Director of Alumni Relations at Prestonwood Christian Academy. I'm hosting Life Talk with my friend and colleague at PCA, Dan Panetti. Hey, this is Dan Panetti, and uh, it's a pleasure to be here and doing this podcast with you. I'm the Worldview Director at PCA. Uh, for a lot of you, you've, uh, you know my name and uh, heard my voice because I've been here about 16 years, so we're excited uh, to be with you. Um, but we want to encourage you on your journey with the Lord, um, equip you in some ways, challenge you in others. Uh, so I'm just so glad you're listening because this is a new venture for us. We're super, super excited about getting it going. Awesome. Let's get started. Um, our guest for today's podcast is the Jonathan Fetchner. Jonathan Fetchner. <laughs> so excited you're yeah. here, Jonathan. Wow. Okay, I wish everyone greets you. Yes, you can't, you can't see it on the podcast, but yes. we're all standing and bowing no. before Jonathan Fetchner. <laughs> Welcome to today's podcast, Jonathan. Thank you, thank you. Um, tell us a little bit about you when you graduated from PCA, um, and then give us a little bit of biographical sketch from now until um, from then until today. Yeah, so I graduated PCA in 2013. Uh, after graduation, uh, kind of some crazy events happened and I went to Buffalo, New York for a gap year where I did an internship. Uh, Bridge Builders, the nonprofit that I work for now, had a branch at the time in Buffalo, New York. So I did an internship there. Um, and then shortly after that internship in April of 2014, uh, some people may know my dad passed away. And so came home from that a little early, was with my family. Uh, obviously a very difficult season, but it was about the uh, it was four and a half years after my dad was diagnosed with cancer. And so there was a lot of almost relief in that he was no longer in pain. And so it was sweet family time gathering together for those uh, four or five months afterwards. And then I headed to Dallas Baptist University um, just that fall. Uh, so a year and a half after graduation, spent four years at DBU as an undergrad student, and God really blessed my time there. I was very fortunate and very blessed to have a lot of great mentors while there. Um, the Lord surrounded me with great friends. In fact, I had uh, two prayer requests going into DBU, that he would give me a godly mentor and a godly friend to walk with. I met that best friend just by chance um, at orientation and registration. I was the best man in his wedding just a year ago. And then uh, my mentor, Dr. Wright, is now the president of DBU and uh, he just walked with me and, and really took me under his wing and my time there was really blessed. But now I have the privilege of serving at uh, Bridge Builders, the organization where I did that internship in Buffalo. And so I've been in that role for a little over two years, almost two and a half years as the executive director. And so I started the job when I was uh, 23 years old and now 26. Whoa, you're getting old. It's definitely beyond my yes. needs at the time, but it's been really great to see the Lord uh, really provide for the ministry, uh, bring a lot of restoration to the ministry where there was a lot of hurt that I was walking into. Uh, and now we serve in the South Dallas community of Bonton. We've been there as a ministry for uh, almost 25 years officially. Uh, and we do everything from kids programming, after school, summer athletics, mentoring, to job training for adults, to food outreach and transportation assistance for senior adults, and really just community empowerment. We want to see the community uh, push forward itself, whether that's through the Bonton Neighborhood Association or a local church plant uh, that we're working on with alongside uh, a Bonton resident who had a vision in 2002 of establishing a church plant in the community. So uh, it's a real privilege to be a part of that work and to really continue the work my dad started so long ago with Velma Mitchell, our other co-founder. 
um, and to carry on that legacy of serving and loving the least of these um, and, and being the hands and feet of Jesus on a day-to-day basis. It's really special to do that. Yeah, that's awesome. And everybody around the Dallas community knows about Bridge Builders. Before we dive into Bridge Builders and find out a little bit more about it, because it is such a neat ministry, and, and uh, I want people to know how to get involved, and maybe it's not Bridge Builders in their community, maybe right. it's something else. Um, but the, the mentoring piece, right? You talked about um, you know, that you prayed when you went to DBU that you would have a mentor. Um, your dad was actually a mentor of mine. He discipled me for about four years. Um, and so, um, you know, I know how valuable it is to have an older man speak life and truth into you. You know how valuable it is. Right. Um, what about guys who don't have one, right? What, what should they be looking yeah. for? And can you walk the Christian life without having somebody right. kind of ahead of you pouring life into you? Yeah. Right. And I've always been fortunate. I mean, the Lord has blessed me throughout my life. I mean, yes, with a godly father who poured into me and invested in me, and he is very much of a, a mentor of mine. And I'm, I'm proud to say I'm a disciple of Mike Fetchner, yep. right? But uh, I've been blessed to have multiple mentors really at every season of life. That's and a lot of times my dad or other men that I respected would set that up or people who cared for me. But other times I had to go seek that out. And, you know, in Proverbs you read throughout uh, the whole book, and you can't go a few verses without seeing uh, something about wisdom or foolishness, yep. right? And, yep. and almost every time it's talking about the wisdom of someone more aged, more mature, who has life experiences. Um, so I always joke when meeting with older men, uh, tell me about your mistakes so I don't have to make them. Amen. Right? Right. Because there's a lot of knowledge. Put some road signs up so I can miss that. That's right. <laughs> exactly. And so I really always try to surround myself with mentors and people who can pour into me. Um, like I mentioned, I started at Bridge Builders at 23 years old. There were a lot of things I had no idea what to do. When crises mm-hmm. arised, when situations arose, I had no idea what to do. But I had a host of mentors. I mean, I'm talking three, four, five men that I could call, ask questions to, get their counsel on. Uh, and then based on that and prayer, uh, make a decision. I think oftentimes we go to God in prayer uh, for counsel when we could find it a lot easier Prayer is important, but he gives us people around Absolutely. us to influence those decisions and speak wisdom into our lives and guide us through scripture. Um, and so I really try to always have men around me, um, if not multiple men around me, uh, who can really invest in pour into my life. Yeah, now you're, you're an amazing 26 already, right? Which means that in, in a sense, you're not just a young man, right? But you, you're old enough to be mentoring other young men. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's for some of our alumni who are listening, they're in their 30s now. Mm-hmm. Right. And they need to be mentoring other people. Mm-hmm. Right. And so just that idea, that challenge of um, find an older guy to yeah. mentor you or an older lady. Right. right if you're right. if you're a woman. Right. Um, but also be looking for opportunities as God is filling you up to be pouring mm-hmm. into the lives of others. Absolutely. And that's taken a kind of a mind switch for me rather than taking a mentorship, but also giving. Um, Josh Green, who's also a graduate of PCA, yeah. I've had the opportunity to walk with him now for a couple of years and yeah. just encourage him. This lion, awesome. lion mentoring, That's lion right. kind also of program, man. Yeah, the lion legacy it's that we've so established awesome. here. But it's really great because I mean, I see myself as just Jonathan Fetchner, but I get to share wisdom that I've gone through and experiences yeah. in losing my dad and experiences at Bridge Builders and in relationships, wow. friendships, and so you never know. And uh, one of the books that's really impacted me is Fathered by God. Uh, I think it's by uh, Aldridge. I can't remember his first name, but it's fathered by God, and it talks about the stages of a man's life and the development as Christ followers and how God is our true father. Uh, one of my mentors actually gave that to me after my father passed away. 
and talking about God as our Heavenly Father and how He is always there for us. He's never going to fail us, right? Yeah. So that was encouraging, but one of the things that highlights all throughout it is being mentored and also mentoring. Yes. The last stage in a man's life is, is sage, according to the book. You go from king, where you're maybe the business owner, you're the CEO, you're the head of your household, to sage, to where maybe you're a grandparent, and you're no longer CEO, you're retired, but you have so much wisdom and life knowledge to give back, and talks about the importance of that uh, multi-generational sharing of wisdom. Um, but I think we can start that even earlier, like you mentioned, in late 20s, 30s, yep. 40s, etc. Amen. That's amazing, yep. John. You're, you're ahead of somebody on the journey, right? Yep. So mentor somebody. Well, tell us about bridge builders. Yeah. Right? And and you, you use the, you know, I mean, the verse in Matthew says, as you do unto the least of these, you do unto me. Mm-hmm. Right? So, um you know, if I'm if I'm not getting plugged into bridge builders, right, and I'm a Christian on a walk, right, right. do I need to get plugged in somewhere? Yes. Right? What is what does that yeah. look like for yeah. me, and what is what does bridge builders give me as an opportunity to get plugged yeah. in with? So bridge builders, like I mentioned, has been around for 25 years, and I, I highlighted some really quickly some of the programs. But you know, we have two two of two or five values are uh, uniting individuals and mutual transformation. And in our mission statement, we say that Bridge Builders restores relationships under the banner of grace by engaging, equipping, and empowering. Mm. And we say restoring relationships because we want to see people holistically restored, right? Their relationship to God, their relationship to others, their relationship to self, understanding they have potential, dignity, worth, created in the image of God, and then relationship to creation. We want them to see to be for them to be flourishing in the workforce and their family units, giving back to their communities. Right, and so I say all of that because relationships are so important where you serve. And we highlight that in our service to where we want people and individuals to volunteer relationally. Yes, we have opportunities like Adopt-A-Block that are once a month to come down and do physical service projects. Um, You can come coach a team, you can come uh, participate in our after school program, but in all of those opportunities, we want to stress and highlight relationships. So in our workforce training program, each, each trainee is given an ally to walk with them, a volunteer ally to walk with them throughout the job training program. Our kids, uh, fourth grade and above, are giving a mentor that meets with them twice a month. Um, in the after school program, we need volunteers to come and invest these kids. We encourage that they come once a week, once a month, once a quarter, so that there's consistency in relationship. Bridge Builder started because my dad met Velma Mitchell. Velma at the time was a single mother living on government subsidies, uh, trying to make ends meet. My dad was a wealthy business owner in North Dallas. Well, my dad, quote unquote, had it all. Velma had nothing in the world's eyes, but she had everything in faith and prayer and fasting. And so when my dad met Velma, he was amazed by her dependence upon the Lord, her trust in the Lord, and understanding that she had more in life than he did uh, through that spiritual blessing of a, a close, intimate relationship with God. So my dad certainly helped Velma with physical needs, with finding work, whatever it may be, but my dad even more so, or my, Velma even more so helps my dad in that spiritual transformation that happened in his life. I oftentimes thank Velma when I see her to this day because yeah. I want to be the man who I am today if it weren't for her almost in some ways no. discipling my dad and investing my dad and showing my dad what it looks like to yeah. yeah, And that's that relational piece, right? I mean, because you can, you can donate to a ministry, you can right. give things, right? You can run down and, you yeah. know, build a house, right? I mean, you I'm can do all that. I'm not going to stop people from donating. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And those, those are great. 
But the relational aspect, right? right. So if you're not going to get plugged in at, at Bridge Builders in, in a relational way, get plugged in in your neighborhood, yeah. help out with your family, whatever it is, because the relationship really is the two-way street. So you're not just giving, but you're getting. Yeah. And, that, and that's an important aspect. And, and even, you know, it's interesting in the midst of this past year where there's been a lot of racial tension in mm -hmm. our country, uh, people oftentimes have come to me uh, because the area in which we serve is predominantly black and African-American. Uh, they've come to me asking for help or how do I serve? What do I do? Wow. And I often encourage them, there are black people and African-American people in your own neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And so if you want to address racial tension, you don't have to come to South Dallas. Yeah. Go to your own communities. And, and during this hot, this time, is what's been like one of some of the challenges through, you know, what we've been going through and what's going through Bridge Builders? Yeah. What has come up from that? Uh, you know, it for us, it's been opportunities, right? And so, of course, it's been tense in our nation as a whole, but it's been opportunities for new people to come alongside us and to, to walk with us in our mission, right? And to love and serve people. Uh, we've produced a resource page on, on our website. We've done a few uh, webinars uh, with various speakers addressing the subject. And so we've tried to step into that space where appropriate, um, but really we are we're more hands and feet people. Um, but you, you look at scripture and it's sharing sharing all things in common with one another, both in your worship and your food and your fellowship and, and your and your offerings, right? It's uh, caring for the orphans and widows in their distress. That's what James describes as pure religion. And when he talks about that, orphans and widows at the time, certainly he's talking about literal orphans and widows, but those were individuals who had no voice. They had no uh, opportunity to work and to represent themselves. Yeah, they were the marginalized, they right. were the oppressed, they were and the least so of these. Who are those right? people, are those in, people your in your neighborhood? And right? even in your workforce, yep. in your school, yep. uh, wherever it may be, there's a, there, there are those people all around you. And so having the eyes of Christ and the ears of Christ to listen and to look for those opportunities to walk with those individuals who are hurting. Wow. Yeah, that's good. So Jonathan, what are some things that God is doing in your life specifically today? So, uh, I mean, one of the biggest things uh, is really just learning to depend on him, right? And uh, I walked in the situation with bridge builders, and there was a lot of staff conflict. The ministry was in debt. I mean, I, I was literally at wit's end. And so really trusting the Lord. And I saw my dad do it um, when he was running bridge builders and as he was taking these bold leaps of faith. And, you know, when my dad was doing it, it was great. I was this cheerleader. You yep. got this, Dad. God's going to take Way to care go, of dad. us. Right? <laughs> but then it becomes personal, and you're like, oh, are you there, God? Like, what, are you, why are we yeah. doing this? Are we really are we going to make it? Yeah. Um, so he's been stretching your faith. Right. And so yeah. I saw that modeled through my dad and through other people. Um, but then it's different when it's personal, right? When yep. you're the one who's responsible for the situation and you're the one who's called to take that leap of faith. Yep. Um, and so really just learning that deep dependence upon the Lord. And it's really hard and it's not fun. It's like when you pray for patience, then you have situations where your patience is tested. You, <laughs> yes. don't, you don't want it, but it's good for you. Yep. And so I think a lot of that has come through bridge builders and that uh, the trust and dependence upon the Lord and that he is our heavenly father, right? He's never going to leave us or forsake us. Absolutely. And all things work together for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. And so when you look at the situation, right, it may seem so bleak and so um, dire of a situation, and yet the Lord's still working, right? Uh, I think even through this, this COVID experience, we had to shut down a lot of our programming this summer. But instead, we switched to emergency food response. We typically in the past haven't done food uh, but now that's all we've been doing almost for the past six months. 
And through that, we've developed so many new relationships in Bonton. And so what seemed to be this terrible situation where we couldn't be with our kids, we couldn't be training people, whatever it may be, doing outreach, we had people coming to us in hundreds and hundreds of, I mean, hundreds of cars, hundreds of people every day. And those are new relationships that we've now formed to where we're doing a follow-up uh, 100 Homes initiative now. And those are 100 new homes with multiple relationships in each home that we're now able to develop through that food outreach, right? Wow, and what the incredible love. opportunities. Yeah. yeah, a door closes, don't go to the right. home, right? That's yeah. awesome, that's fantastic. Okay, so one of the other things that's going on in your life that you haven't talked about, which we're going to save yeah. for another podcast, is you are engaged. Yeah. So we're super excited about that, but we're gonna end it there with that little teaser. Yep. And so we wanna thank Jonathan Fetchner for being our first guest on Life Talk. We appreciate you so much. Yeah, thanks for being here, Jonathan. Thank you We're for glad you me. came back to PCA. Absolutely. Always enjoy coming back. Thank you for joining us today on Life Talk, where we talk about life while encouraging and equipping you to live out the truth of God's Word. Until next time, let your life talk. Life talk.